Every time I hear that song, it actually kind of makes me cry because, like, that's actually what introduced me to Rob Thomas. Um, at the time, um, I had three little kids, and we actually um, were struggling uh, financially because my husband kept he kept not working, and we were living in a garage at the time in California um, to make ends meet, and. I mean, you have three little kids and you're living in a garage. How does that feel, you know? Um, and also other things that happened in our lives that just tore me apart because here I was trying to be the best 
mom for these sweet little beings, these little kids that were put in my charge and I was failing or so I thought. Um, but we ended up, we had gone to the dollar movie cause we could afford the dollar movie and we went and saw meet the Robinsons. And so that movie made me cry because specifically, like I said, at that time, he was so angry with his, his mom for leaving him because he was, um, he was, you know, left in an orphanage and he didn't have a family. And if you watch it, you see that she left him on the doorstep because that's all she could do. She was trying to help him and that's all she could do within her power. And it just made me cry when I watched that, you know. <sighs> Sorry, I had to cry for a second and I don't like people knowing I'm crying. But anyway, <laughs> um, so in the movie, what I like about the movie is even though those circumstances happened to him, he found a family a great family that was interesting that fit him and it always looked like things had gone bad because of all the things that he had done however it it changed the future changed and so I love that movie because it helps you see that's how life is you know things there can be bad things that happen and you go through it but um here's another story about Rob Thomas I'm just going to tell you this because so we went to his concert and he likes to talk a lot. He just likes to tell stories and I just, I'm, I'm fine with it because I love his voice, whatever. And he was talking about when he made that song, Little Wonders. Um, so he, he really is an advocate for, for animals. And so, um, but he, he just loves his dogs. And I think he was living in New York at the time, but he was like walking his dog in the rain and he was just like, and he was cold, you know, and he was like, can you just go? <laughs> so he was actually like creating that song in his head from like taking his dog to go to the bathroom, you know? And here's the funny thing is, so when I walk my dog, I just say the same thing. I'm like, let it go, <laughs> you know? I know I'm a terrible singer, but anyway. Um, so there's many things we can let go of. And um, the reason why you want to let go, it's like swimming against the current. It exhausts you. After a while, whoever you are, you just have to let go and the river brings you home. And so um, I was going and doing my gratitude journal this morning. And um, I when in the earlier podcast, I said like um, that you need to let go because my gratitude journal actually was it was dwindling like what I was grateful for. And um, I just couldn't think of things to be grateful for. But I thought, okay, well, maybe I'm not letting go of things. Maybe I'm hoarding these things. And I let go of a lot. I had a whole page of the things I let go. And the crazy thing is like the next day, if you look, I have a full page of things I'm grateful for. So there I manipulated energy a little bit within me, you know. And so I thought that was really cool that letting go of like anger, grief, uh, jealousy, uh, people that hurt me, whatever it was that I let go of, um, or worry about money, worry about, um, all these things that it flipped it around. And then I was more grateful and I saw the blessings, you know, cause sometimes, I mean, sometimes you need to be grateful to see that you actually do have a lot instead of like what you don't have, you know, so count your blessings, right? Um, letting go at some point, you just have to let go and move on. It might be the hardest thing in the world to do, but you have to summon all the strength you possibly can to finally let go. Some people and things just 
aren't going to be meant for you no matter how much you wish they were. Some jobs and situations just won't work out no matter how much you hope they would. But know that it's okay for things to not work out. Nobody's life is a straight line. That makes perfect sense. Everybody has twists and turns and everyone has to turn around every now and then. So when you find yourself wishing and hoping um, things out of your control would change, summon all your strength to let go and start heading in a new direction because it'll lead you closer to your true path. And I think I was saying that sometimes like, um, like you can be going along. Um, I was actually going back and listening to my podcast on the waning moon because it's the waning moon right now. And um, I'm going to talk a little bit more about the waning moon. But listening to my own podcast, and it was crappy, but it's fine, whatever. Um, how when things are going good, even even when things are going good, sometimes you need to let go of those things and you need to know when to let go of thing, those things. And it will be good. And you can have a grieving point because... You're, you know, and I have like with certain jobs, certain people I've had to let go of and um, and it's just moving me forward. I think um, there's certain people in this world that um, are aware and they have a job to do and that's to help people and to to help maneuver this energy. Not everybody's going to listen to this podcast and understand what I'm saying. So I let go of people I wanted to keep around forever. And I think that's true. I had to do things like that because they were basically, and you have to recognize it because like you can try and try and try and have them like working with them. And some people just won't budge or move and it's actually making you spiral down. So there's like an emotional spiral and you want to spiral up, um, but you know, we'll spiral down occasionally. Um, but people that keep you down in that low you know, fear, anger, all that stuff. That's not what you want. Maybe you want to be kind of like in the middle and higher up, but not like way down deep because that's how you get the depression and, and it doesn't help you or the world or your children or anyone that <clears throat> is affected by your energy. Um, the, to me, that becomes my biggest strength. If you know me, you'll know my heart's big and my love's unconditional. If I let you go, it was for reasons that don't need explanation other than it wasn't me. It was you. <laughs> and and that's true. I mean, maybe I know I'm going to just say that. I think we're all crazy. So my crazy doesn't mesh with your crazy and it doesn't benefit any of us, you know. Other things you can let go of. Let's talk about this. Emotional self-abuse. Let go of self-criticism. So self-criticism would be, I am stupid. I am fat. I am ugly. I can't do anything right. No wonder I don't have friends. Uh, nothing works out for me because I always fail. Um, I am rude for saying no. I am wrong for not being happy all the time. I am not perfect enough to have a relationship. I need to be beautiful for someone to love me. And then I want you, once you let go of those things, that self-criticism, I want you to embrace self-compassion. Um, I'm work in progress. And that's how I feel. I feel like, yeah, I'm work in progress. I'm doing this. I'm letting, I'm looking at that old podcast and I'm like, it's okay. I'm work in progress and I'm doing this not for anyone else, but for me. And if you guys benefit from it, great. I am enough as I am. I am worthy. I am good at many things. I am a friend to myself for now. I'm willing to make mistakes and try again. And it's okay to say no. It's really hard to make mistakes because you want to look perfect um, because that's what people accept is perfect, right? Um, 
it's okay to say no. Like I said, it's okay to say no. Listen to your energy and what it's saying. Um, if it's telling you you're tired and you can't handle that energy. Like I have a friend that I love, but she kind of can be draining. And so if I feel like I can't be around her, I just tell her no. And I'm tra- not trying to hurt her feelings, but I mean, you just got to be stay in tune with um, yourself because like I said, you're the one that's taking care of you, right? Um, it's best for everyone if I, one, if I take care of myself first. Um, I don't want a relationship that requires perfection and I release self-criticism and I am leaving, I am learning to love the inner me more each day. Other things to let go of, toxic positivity, controlling everything, over justifying yourself, resentment, saying yes to everything, the need to be always be right, worrying what others think, limiting beliefs, constant blaming, unexpressed needs, grudges, living by others' expectations, the need to be busy, self-doubt, false pride, the comfort zone, making yourself small, constant complaining, clutter, unexpressed emotions, unrealistic expectations, making excuses, comparing yourself, the need to be the best, negative self-talk, trying to please everyone, fear of failure, things you can't control, unhealthy friendships, guilt and anger about the past, fear of change, and constant self-pity. I know I am repeating myself, but maybe you need to hear it three times to get it into your head. Let go of these things. So tips for letting go. Um, You want to practice gratitude. Like I said, that's why we have a gratitude journal. Um, Recognize that you cannot control or change other people. Um, I was thinking about it weird. Um, I'm the youngest of six and I got to watch how my mom was with my older siblings. And I'm just so grateful that for that, my siblings went ahead of me and I'm sorry that they had to deal with this, but I remember my mom not liking the teenagers and yelling at them because initially she couldn't control them. Can you can control a teenager? Can you control another adult? No. And I mean, that's stupid. Why should I get overly emotional when somebody's not doing as I say? Because I am not, I'm not there, whatever. I'm, I'm, I let that go. Come on. You know, what does it do? It creates problems with you and it creates problems with them. Um, Create a positive mantra. And I think that's what I talked about this last podcast. Please go and find some mantras. If you feel like just saying the mantra or sticking it on your mirror um, is stupid, fine. Go to church. And I'm talking about the churches that sing out loud. <laughs> and you're, the reason why you want to say it out loud is it, it vibrates and it, it helps your brain. It helps your whole body feel it and understand it. Um, create physical distance from people. Yeah, I had to do that. Uh, I had to like block a few people that I was trying really hard to be kind. Cause I was like, no, 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 I'm the better person. I can be understanding, but there's times where I was like, yeah, I can't deal with your crap that you're given to me. You know, um, meditate, meditate is great. I love meditation, especially David G. I keep plugging David G. He's awesome. That's all I'm saying. Um, uh, plan time for things you enjoy. Do and focus on your own work, not the work of others. And that's true. Don't compare yourself to others. We're all in our own lane. You know that. Get that. Or you get that, right? Um, Practice mindfulness. Um, Focus on things that are in your control. Journal. Journaling is fabulous. 
I love journaling. It makes me write down my emotions. This is what we're dealing with. Um, energy is emotion. I'm just going to put it out there. That's part of what it is. Okay. Um, be gentle with yourself. Be present. Yeah. So don't worry about the future and don't focus on the past. It happened. It's done. You're here now. Give space and room for your emotions. So if an emotion comes, um, allow it to come through. It's perfectly natural to have an emotion of anger um, or crying. It's perfectly, that's why I took a moment to cry. I paused the podcast and then took a moment to cry and let it release and I felt good and now I'm, I'm, I'm over it, see? Um, except that the other people may not apologize. That's true. It's true. They just, because uh, they don't see it. They, I mean, we all have different perspectives of what have happened, right? And like I said, you're only in charge of you and your happiness. Practice self-care. Surround yourself with supportive and like-minded people. I am trying to attract those people and I have a few and I'm very excited about it. If it's like two people, great. That's all I need. <laughs> I'm there for you. You be there for me. Um, give yourself permission to talk about it. Um, and forgive yourself and others. How to let go. Um, remember, it's okay to outgrow people, places, and things. It's okay for them to outgrow you as well. You know, they're people as well. So remember we said no, don't be offended <laughs> to let go of those things. Um, allow yourself to grieve the loss of what you're letting go of. You can't heal what you don't let yourself feel. Ask yourself, is what I'm holding on to also holding on to me? Answer honestly. Forgive yourself for your part in the how things ended, just like you forgave them so many times. Yeah, we're not perfect. Ask yourself, why am I still holding on? Does it truly feel good or is it just familiar? And I've done that with a recent job that I let go of. Remember, relationships don't need to last forever to serve their purposes, their purpose. And that's true. I've gone in and out. I had really good, I, all the people that I've been friends with are really good people. And I mean, if you've ever been on Facebook and you go back and you see all your high school friends, you're like, oh yeah, I love to connect. And they're completely, what, different. I mean, you've outgrown, they were great for the time being when you were in high school, but now you've outgrown each other and you have other friends and other um, beings you need to experience, like whatever it is that you're all going through and, and helping each other out with. Um, sometimes the only closure you'll get is accepting that the past can't change and that's okay. That's okay. Just uh, learn from it and move on. Remember, letting go is also letting in. Making room for something new is always hard, but it's worth it. And it's true because I was putting all my energy into that one job because um, I didn't want to um, let people down. Um, but it was actually harming me and harming them at the same time because I just like the energy that I had that was natural is like I didn't want to be there, um, which was the universe telling me um, there's things out there that you need to do that aren't here. You've learned your lessons from here. And now it's time to go find other things to do. Um, I know I was talking about how emotions are energy. Um, the Latin derivative for the word emotion, emoter, um, literally means energy in motion. In itself, emotional energy is neutral. It is the feeling, sensation, and 
physiological reaction that makes a specific emotion positive or negative. Let's get into the waning moon. So the waning moon, that's where we are right now. Um, at the waning moon is where we reap the rewards of the entire lunation. So if you've been doing work during the new waxing of full moons, then now might be a chance to coast, rest, and integrate. So that's where you let go, like I've said, and then you just float down that river. If you have control issues or tend to know when to stop pushing, then it, this to not know when to stop pushing, then this part of the lunar phase can help you relinquish tendencies around forcing or being attached to the endless hustle, which hinder growth and evolution. And that's what I was doing with the job. I was like, I need it because I need the money. Um, but I'm just, I'm just having faith. It's a hard thing to do, but you gotta do it. The waning moon signals it's time to clear the fields before we plant new seeds. I forget about this and I felt like I just like, I just want to tune in with the moon's energy again because it always made me just feel so good. And so, yeah, when you can clear the field and that's what they're doing right now. And so I'm getting all that dust and it's kind of making me sick because I get allergic to the dirt. Um, they're clearing the field so that they can plant the seeds for spring, right? So um, before we plant new seeds, we must weed and till and rest the soil. Before we move into new phases, we must tend to our soil, our foundations, our roots. So letting go of all that old stuff, right? Just as we need to let feel, fields life follow, we must allow ourselves to rest. And so you just rest. You know, when you plant the seed, you don't see the seed for a little bit, but um, all of a sudden it starts growing and you see this beautiful little green, you know, plant and the work that you put into it. <clears throat> so make space, make and take space in different areas of our lives at different times of our lives. Practice allowing and receiving. You need to learn to receive help and you need to just be and not always be in control. If during the, the waxing moon you made a big few shifts in your behavior, then the waning moon is a period where you continue to stay the course and begin to notice the benefits of your earlier decisions. Despite the fact that the waning moon period takes up half the lunar cycle, popular culture, astro astro astrology sites, and social media rarely mention, let alone celebrate this time period. That's why I just love to bring it to light. So within love and light communities, Within love and light communities, there is often bias against anything darker, shadowy, or quieter. Examining our shadows and our shame isn't going viral soon, anytime soon, even though this culture desperately needs to address these processes collectively. We need to offer our pain attention in order to heal. The waning moon is the optimal time to address the difficult aspects of our lives. As covered in, well, so the full moon can bring everything to the surface. Now, at the waning moon, we process this information head on. If we do not examine all the parts of ourselves, especially the seemingly unspeakable ones, we cannot be whole. So we need to clear the crap. We need to clean our corners. <laughs> um, as the moon orbits counterclockwise around the Earth, she heads towards Venus, the planet of love and values. If called to, we can move toward greater love and self-regard. Um, when the moon is on the wane, sap flows down the roots of plants and trees. Root vegetables are to be planted at this time. Um, 
of the third quarter. During the fourth quarter after the last quarter moon is the optimal time to weed and turn the soil and the compost heap. This information can also be tend to be our metaphoric gardens. The waning moon phase is synonymous with interiority. Interior work is crucial for our, our development. Even though we are working on um, even though what we are working on can't be easily seen by others or performed for social media, that doesn't mean it isn't worth investing time and energy in. Interior work is also incredibly active. It takes a lot of energy and a lot of discipline to focus. So give yourself credit as you also allow space for rest, decompression, and integration. Waning, if the waning moon is hard for you, dear one, you are not alone. Many of us were not equipped with tools required to examine and deal with our hurts, shadows, and limiting beliefs. Many of us were taught to see our powerful intuition as something to be ashamed of and hidden away. Part of your waning moon practice could be healing your relationship with your intuition, um, connecting to that quiet inner voice. The stillness of this time period can be challenging for those who are impatient. When we don't see immediate results, we may be tempted to quit. Part of your waning moon work could be patience cultivation. Humans love to know when something challenging or painful will end. When we don't know, we tend to resist, panic, or numb out in some way. What are some ways that you could show up for this moment without tearing yourself apart? So I see this in the retreat. There's a lot of people that um, that's what they've chosen to do is instead of like looking at it and healing it, um, they, they choose things to numb themselves and then there's others that really look at it and you see them grow so much. And I'm going to say there's probably like five out of 20 people that will do this and the rest still want to just stay in there. And that's okay. Cause maybe they'll do it someday. Um, because I feel like the retreat helps anyways, because at least you got some support for some time. I feel like we need support throughout our life. And that's why it's good to have, um, people that you pay or um, because it it takes a lot of energy and time to do energy work but I feel like it's so beneficial to our lives and I feel like you need to start investing in yourself because you're important and you're valuable. When you are in a waning moon phase you have crossed the threshold of questioning and are seated in the realm of your own wisdom. There is a calm confidence that comes with the knowledge of your that you possess. The doubt has stopped thrashing about in your nervous system. Your intuition has become your anchor. When you are in the mooning fa- waning moon phase, one or more areas of life are ready to be revised. Something needs to change, even if you don't exactly know where you are headed next. And you know you cannot stay where you are. And so you pull out the scrolls of memory and reread them. Your, your regret points the way toward what you now know must be finished. You will need time. You will need distance. You will need space. So let yourself have all three components of this slow, holy trinity. When you're in the waning moon phase, harmful parts of your ego dissolve as you break up with your own crap. If you've done the process of the previous lunar phases by the waning moon, you've gained fundamental acceptance. You're cool with how powerful you are. You get it. You get that it might be of you and it might help you, but it isn't for just you. You've got your marching orders and you are proceeding confidently, placing small, 
playing small doesn't work anymore. It isn't a part of your paradigm. Stillness um, can be scary. Um, the part of you that is fighting the stillness is the part of you that fears change. Your shadow self feeds on actions that perpetuate unconscious beliefs. On some level, there is knowing that stillness might lead to the discovery that those actions and beliefs are absurd. absurd. During stillness, the unknown is being made known, which puts you in a place of choice. And what would happen if you compelled to make a change, a shift that would eradicate the old self and allow the luminous um, you to come forth? So let's flip your perspective. Uh, observe rather than judge. Be rather than do. Feel rather than think. Discover rather than figure out. Express your energy rather than resist it. Uh, so we need to face our shadow um, at this time. So things that you can do is you can journal. So get out your journal and take a few minutes to answer these questions and you can write them down. First, where am I right now? In my body, my mind, my emotions, and my life. What am I tired of? What am I tolerating? What frustrates me? And what disappoints me? The answers to these questions will reveal what isn't working for you right now. With honesty and openness, you are observing the patterns that are operating in your life. Whatever shows up here clearly points to the barriers you're experiencing the unconscious beliefs that are out picturing as reality. Now you can explore the kinks and face your resistance. As you go through these journal exercises, you might consider who's talking anyway. Is it, is it your negative thoughts? What, you know? As I said before, the waning moon is for going within. This is invitations from the moon to let go and release what no longer serves you. Allow yourself to just be, rest, and hibernation are a form of growth. Make peace with the past to open the roads for the future. Um, into the darkness they go, the wise and the lovely. Edna St. Vincent Millay. With the waning moon, cleanse and clear. The moon whispers to let go of your pain and fears. The time has come to go within, reflect, and learn from where you've been. The sky is growing darker, each passing night inviting you to tend to your own inner light. Trust in the divine and set yourself free. You've made it to the finish line. Keywords here are gratitude and rejuvenation. This phase is where you should allow yourself to relax. The priority is being present and gracious rather than actively manifesting or releasing. Take time to focus on yourself. Clear and reset your mind. Can you allow yourself to be in the present and let the world happen around you? Have you truly shown appreciation for what and who you have cultivated within your space? The stones that um, I would recommend is blue lace agate. Uh, these are hard words. <laughs> Tourmaline quartz. Tourmaline. T-O-U-R-M-A-L-I-N-A-T-E-D quartz. And black kyanite. Um, <clears throat> the scents that you might like for essential oils are jasmine and juniper and ashwagandha would probably help you at this time. Um, you can have ashwagandha tea. You don't always have to have like the pill, like I said, <clears throat> or the vitamin. I am exactly where I am meant to be. And I surrender myself to the loving and healing energies of the universe. So motipi.
Tell you what you need First thing we make you feel better 